Today on Mix and Some Magic, we're embarking on a thrilling journey into the heart of magic and nostalgia by exploring the one and only Adventureland at Disneyland. Nestled in the heart of the happiest place on earth, Adventureland is a realm where the spirit of adventure comes alive. From the moment you step foot into this exotic oasis, you're transported to distant lands, mysterious jungles, and uncharted territories. On this episode, I'm joined by Chantel, the magical tour guide, and we're peeling back the layers of this enchanting land, exploring its iconic attractions, sharing fun facts, and hidden gems around Adventureland at Disneyland. From the legendary Jungle Cruise to the exciting new Adventureland Treehouse, Adventureland is a treasure trove of unforgettable experiences. Stay tuned, adventurers, as we embark on this podcast journey through the heart of Disneyland's Adventureland. Adventure awaits, and magic is about to unfold right here on Mix and Some Magic. Hi, I'm Melissa with Mix and Some Magic. I'm a Disney planning expert, and I'm here to mix a little magic into your day. Each week, I share Disney vacation planning tips, park strategies, and a little bit of Disney history sprinkled in. Of course, I like to include lots of Disney magic. Join me. Let's mix in some magic. Welcome, welcome. I'm so happy you're here. You might be able to tell that I'm a little bit under the weather. I'm coming down with a cold. I'm really fighting it. I think I can beat it. And I have to because I have so much going on. My son's getting married in two days. Two days after he gets married, uh, my husband's having surgery. Two days after that, it's Thanksgiving. So I don't have time to be sick. Uh, so I am taking all of the zinc, taking all the vitamin C, drinking all the water, trying to get to bed early. I'm going to make chicken noodle soup for dinner tonight. Um, I'm doing everything I can to try not to get sick, but you can probably hear it in my voice. Luckily, I already recorded an episode for today, so I can save my voice and share this awesome episode that I just recorded with my friend Chantel, the magical tour guide, all about Adventureland at Disneyland. It's a fun episode. We were there to preview the Adventureland Treehouse just last week, and there's a lot to share with you all about Adventureland and Tips, tricks, hidden gems, magic, things you shouldn't miss. Adventureland is small, but it's mighty. There's a lot of things going on there, and I'm excited for you to hear this episode. Before we get into that, there's a little bit of Disney news I wanted to talk about. First thing is that the Adventureland Treehouse is open, so that is incredibly exciting. Um, I We'll hear more about that in this episode, so I'm not going to talk about that too much, but it's finally open. Finally, we've been waiting for so, so long. So that's exciting. On the flip side, we just got some sad news that they are closing down Beast Library over in Disney California Adventure Park. So Beast Library is inside the animation building. It's part of the animation studios, Animation Academy. They have a bunch of little things over there in the animation building. And the base library is down in the basement. It's kind of in this little corner area and it's so magical. Um, but they are closing it down. They're moving something over there. It's called like the Disney Imagination something. It's some little program that like kids do when they're there with their school groups. So that is moving into that 
area, which means we don't get Beast Library anymore. And I'm really sad about that. So that is closing on December 11th. So if you are going to be visiting before December 11th, definitely stop by, check it out because it will be your last chance. So that is too bad. As of today, The Little Mermaid, Ariel's Undersea Adventure is now on Genie Plus. So we'll see how that affects things. I don't know how it will go. I mean, it's going to make the standby line longer, but the standby line was usually pretty short anyway, so maybe it won't really matter. Um, Still not sure why they added Little Mermaid to Genie Plus. I think it was to soften the blow when they increased the price. So I don't know. We'll see how it goes. I will be keeping an eye on that. But let's jump right into this episode with Chantel. I think you're going to love it. She's always so fun to talk to, and I'm so happy she was able to join me for this episode. Chantelle and I actually recorded this podcast episode from the Portofino. We were staying there for a couple of days while we were exploring Adventureland. I absolutely love the Portofino. It is one of those properties that is within walking distance to Disneyland, and you know how I feel about that. I love being able to walk to Disneyland. So it took us about 10 minutes. It was a really easy walk. I loved it. There's a couple of great room options. We stayed in the two queen standard room, but they also have a family suite that you're going to love. It has a king bed, a sofa bed, and bunk beds. So it's a really great option for traveling with families. I've stayed in that suite a couple of times with my family and it's perfect. You're able to walk to the parks. You all have a lot of space to spread out in in the family suite. And another thing I love is there is a CVS located right, right next door. And it's so nice to have this huge CVS that has absolutely everything you could possibly need right there at your fingertips. So that's really nice. Um, You can walk, like I said, but the art shuttle does pick up every 20 minutes if you would prefer to ride. I just like to walk. When you're that close, you might as well just walk. But I'm going to put a link so you can check out the Portofino. They're really great. Their staff is amazing. And I think you are going to love them. So I'll put a link in the show notes. You can check out discounted rates there. All right, let's take a quick break and then let's deep dive into Adventureland. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to Mix and Some Magic. I'm here with Chantelle. Hello. Thanks for having me back. Magical Tour Guide is here, and we're going to be talking all about a deep dive into Adventureland that we just did in the Disneyland parks. Yes, and we had perfect timing. We planned this before we even knew that the Adventureland Treehouse was going to open when we were there. On the day we were doing our yeah. deep dive. I mean, perfect. it doesn't get any better than that. So let's start, like, let's pretend like we're just walking through the Adventureland little arch Okay. And just start and work our way from the left all the way around Adventureland. And we'll just talk about our favorite things like some hidden gems, food, attractions, that kind of thing as we make our way around. Sound good? Sounds great. Okay. First thing you're going to see when you walk into Adventureland on the left is the Enchanted Tiki Room. What do you In think? The tiki, 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 tiki room. Like you cannot go by there without singing and hearing and listening to that song. So. It's so good. Do you think it's worth a stop by the tiki room? So here's when I'd like to do the tiki room when it's hot outside and it's crowded. So save it for like afternoon 
And when your feet are tired and you want somewhere to rest or maybe close your little eyes and go and take a little visit into the tiki room. I agree. Don't rope drop the tiki room. <laughs> Don't do that. But right in front of the tiki room, kind of like in the little waiting area, you can buy a Dole Whip. So this is a great place to have a snack and a break. They only sell the classic Dole Whips, the pineapple ones. I like it best with pineapple juice. I think you like it just plain. No, I like it with the pineapple juice. And the other thing I like is that you can take your Dole Whip inside the the little room with the, you know, the showroom. What do you call that? The tiki room. Yeah, the tiki room. So you can eat inside there. Yes. So that's nice too. But while you are waiting for the show to start, you've got your Dole Whip. So... You're already happy, but they have a little pre-show that most people don't notice because people are busy eating their Dole Whips and hanging out. But if you listen, right before the show starts, all of the tiki gods around, they call it the Enchanted Tiki Garden, where you're waiting, come to life and say a little spiel. Like, I am Maui, the god of whatever, I can't remember. And then, yeah, then he does something And it's really kind of fun, especially if you have kids that you're trying to keep entertained, have them listen and follow along with the little show and pay attention to what's happening. The other little thing is back up in the corner, there is a bathroom. So if you need to use the restroom, they do have a little kind of, it's not private, but it's like restroom people, most people don't realize is there. Mm -hmm. So a little sneaky tip, go use the bathroom if you need to. Yep. Okay. But you do have to see the tiki room. It's a classic. Yeah. Yeah, you do. And the show's not very long. What, 10 10 minutes, maybe? I think so. And if you have to exit at some point during the show, they let you exit, so. Yep, it's perfect. Then next door to the Tiki Room, I feel like it's new, but it's not really new, is the Tropical Hideaway. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's been there a couple years now. It has, it has. And the Tropical Hideaway took the place of Aladdin's Oasis, if you remember that. That wasn't there for very long either, though. Mm -mm. Um, But the Tropical Hideaway is where you can get flavored Dole Whips. What's your favorite if you got to choose so i love the raspberry i like the raspberry actually raspberry and the pineapple swirl mm-hmm. um and usually it's like raspberry mango and pineapple are the flavors unless they have like a seasonal flavor yeah but the trick with tropical hideaway is the line can get really long in the afternoon when everybody wants a dole whip because it's so hot and there's no mobile order mm-hmm. where the tiki juice bar there is mobile order so if you're like okay i really want a dole whip but i don't want to wait in line then use the mobile order option at tiki juice but the only raw option there is your dole whip which is your original pineapple flavor if you want other flavors then you can go to tropical hideaway but just know that sometimes there's a line but it yeah. moves fast it does and you can get other things they have little like lumpias which are these sweet mm-hmm. little almost like egg rolls but they're yeah sweet and then they have bow bow buns, bow buns. Too. yeah mm-hmm. yeah those are there too so it's a good place to grab a snack and it's right next to jungle cruise which is so fun to sit at tables be eating your dole whip and you can watch the jungle cruise boats and don't forget about rosita rosita the little bird that's there and she tells jokes and every once in a while she'll come up with a funny funny little joke and anyway she's there inside the tropical island. well and if you listen in the tiki room then jose the host the host bird he says where's rosita oh and then you're like where's rosita and that's all they say about it rosita is over at tropical hideaway let's go look for her. she's not at the tiki room anymore but right above the tropical hideaway if you look up towards the roof you'll notice these little tiny perches little bird houses up there and they have names underneath them and they'll have names like fifi and Gigi. I don't know what their names are. Mm. They're all the names of the girl birds that are in the tiki room. So they announce them and they're all their names. So that's where they live. That's their house. 
Very nice. If you ever wondered where the Tiki Room birds live. Now you know. Yeah, now you know. Okay, one thing I want to mention, though, as you're walking into Tropical Hideaway, they have this mosaic carpet on the ground that is Mm -hmm. left over from Aladdin's Oasis. That's really fun to just to kind of notice. And then as you're leaving the Tropical Hideaway, if you look at the ground, right as you're leaving, you'll be able to see some tiger footprints in the ground. It must be from... What's a lot? What's Ra- Raj? No, Raj. Raja. Is that the yeah. name of the tiger? I think that so. Right. Yeah. yeah. It must be from Raja. Yeah, must be. Okay, what's, right. what's next? Okay, so as you leave Tropical Hideaway, then the next attraction is Jungle Cruise. Jungle Cruise is like a classic. Mm-hmm. Jungle Cruise is one of those rides that everyone can go on, no height requirements. The trick with Jungle Cruise is it is not included if you are using Disney Genie. It's not included as one of the attractions you get to use to skip the line. So the Jungle Cruise line can get really long. Here's one tip I have for the Jungle Cruise, especially if you have are with, traveling with someone who doesn't do stairs or doesn't do them very well. Um, the attraction does have stairs to go up in the queue, um, but also to get down in the boat. I didn't know this until a couple of years ago. My mom, she kind of has a hard time doing big, and those are kind of giant steps to get down inside the boat and so if you will t- if you tell the cast member when you get in line that my mom or whoever you're with you need help getting into the boat they actually have like stairs so it's almost like a staircase down to the boat they put these other like things in on the steps so that it's a smaller step down into the boat and it's much easier so my mom uses that now and it's way easier for her to get down inside that boat so if you have somebody who struggles with big steps trying to get inside the boat make sure you tell a cast member that you need help with that yeah, that's so smart. Um, you really can't miss Jungle Cruise. Now, I've heard some people say they prefer it at night, but I think it's much better in the day. There's so yeah. many details that you can't see at night. At night, they have little spotlights on the boat that they shine onto things. But I mean, the line is shorter at night. So if that's the only time you can fit it in, still do it. But I recommend doing it during the day. I agree. I think during the day you can see more. For sure. I don't know. So, and be on the lookout. There's lots of fun little things to see. Yeah. There is so many little, so much going on with the Jungle Cruise, like storytelling and history and fun facts, but I have a whole podcast episode Mm -hmm. about Jungle Cruise. So I'm going to put a link in the show notes. So go and listen to that. You'll know everything you've ever wanted to know about the Jungle Cruise, including the fact that it didn't used to be funny. They, they did not. Really? No jokes? No. Hmm. Nope. All right. Yeah. The skippers are my favorite. Yeah. They're very funny. Okay. Next to the jungle cruise, we need to talk about the Dominguez palm. Yes. The palm, the big, okay. So it's the tallest palm tree. Okay. So to find it, when you leave jungle cruise and you're heading towards Indiana Jones, look for the sign that has Indiana Jones and it gives the time, like how much, what's the wait time. Current wait time is 45 minutes or whatever it is. Look at the sign and then go over to the left a little bit and then look all the way up and you will see the Dominguez Palm. All right, Melissa, what's the Dominguez Palm? Okay, I'm going to tell you, this is from the Atlas Obscura and they're like a, a website that has historical things on there. So here's the story. Um, So once upon a time where Disney is now, there used to be vast orange groves 10 acres which were owned by the dominguez family now walt disney purchased this land for disney world in disneyland sorry in 1954 well ron dominguez he had grown up on the property and he moved off the property when disney purchased the land only 11 months before the opening of disneyland they built disneyland so fast 
Anyway, years before in 1896, then Ron Dominguez's grandparents had gotten this palm tree as a gift and they planted it in commemoration of their wedding. So this palm tree was special to the Dominguez family. It had been around since 1896. It was old in 1954 and when disney bought the land then the dominguez family asked if he would preserve the palm tree and he did now it is not in the same place that it was they did have to move it but they transplanted it relocated it and now it's still standing there today so it's one of one of the very oldest trees in disneyland not the oldest but almost the oldest so that's kind of a cool story and i think it kind of shows how walt disney cared about people Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's really cool. And if you stand back, like from a distance, you can also see it, it, it like pokes up above the tree. So yeah, it's very cool. cool. Okay. Next is Indiana Jones. But before we go into Indiana Jones. Yes. Before tell them what they can find the little man at Disneyland. Yeah. Okay. All right. So, um, I told you about the sign where it tells the minutes. Now there's another sign. So if you look over further to the right, there's another sign that just says Indiana Jones. It's the attraction sign right attached to that it's attached to a tree at the bottom of that tree if you look down at the very bottom you kind of have to go in in there kind of look in the bushes you will see at the very bottom the trunk of the tree there's like this teeny tiny little door and like a little like chimney and i don't know like a light and it is where the little man at disneyland it's like a legend of um a, a book that you can actually buy um and it talks about that the little man at Disneyland lives inside this trunk of the tree and at, at Christmas time, they decorate it with like a little wreath on the door. And it's just so cute. It's really cute. Yeah. And your kids are going to love it to find the, where the little man of Disneyland lives. And during the holidays, they put a little wreath on his door. It's so cute. So cute. So Indiana Jones, uh, this line gets long. So yes. I think the best time, I mean, use Genie plus to mm, write it earlier sure. in the day or, if you're going to write a standby, do it earlier in the day. Like that's a good one to rope drop mm-hmm. or do in the first hour. Yeah. I then agree. you can check it off your list, but it does get long, but it is so worth it. It's such a great, great attraction. It is. And yeah. while we were there, we found a hidden. Mickey. Yes. Yes. If you look by the drinking fountain, there are hier- well, there are hieroglyphics all over the queue. If you ask for a decoder card as you're going in from one of the cast members, sometimes they have them. Usually they do. They'll give you this little decoder card so you can translate the hieroglyphics. But right by the drinking fountain, there's two hieroglyphics. And if you translate them. Happy birthday. What is that from? What in the world would that happen? Okay, that was that was um okay. some balloons just came up on the screen. Just happy birthday balloons. We don't know. I don't we're I celebrating. No okay. We're celebrating that we found the hidden Mickey. <laughs> exactly. Congratulations. Uh anyway, you translate the hieroglyphics and it translates to MM, which of course stands for Mickey Mouse. So that was fun to find. That was fun to find. So in the attraction, um, just so you can understand kind of where the drinking fountains are, because most people miss them. So when you're standing there and you're in the line where they merge between the standby queue and the lightning lane, the cast member will say, okay, go in. How many in your party? Right there, you start, you go into the tunnel area. Go down the tunnel, you're walking maybe a minute. And then as you come around a corner, you're going to see the drinking fountains on your right-hand side, kind of backed and tucked in the corner. And the hieroglyphic is on the, like the, I don't know, the wall column. Yeah, right there in front of you. And it's just like this little hieroglyphic, so so cute so fun 
And then you keep going through the queue and you have to tell them about the other thing you can find in the movie room. You yes. showed me this year. Okay. Ago. So, and you have to specifically ask a cast member. You can't see it unless they have a flashlight. So as you get into the movie room and the movie room, um, they're showing you the movie about Indiana Jones and they're talking to you about the attraction, how you have to put on your seatbelt and all that. Um, there's a cast member usually there and helping people ask them if they have a flashlight and if they can show you the Eeyore sign. So this is a really cool thing. So you get to the projection room and then you're going to turn completely around and look back up to where the projector is. And they have a sign, which is an old Eeyore sign. It's probably bigger than that. But anyway, if you remember going to Disneyland when you were young, if you were young enough, um, I remember going when the parking lot <clears throat> was um, different. You'd ride on the tram and you would be, you would park in different sections. One of the sections is the Eeyore, Eeyore section. And the Eeyore section and where that parking lot used to be, that's where the Indiana Jones attraction is today. So you can ask them to say, hey, to the cast member, do you have a flashlight? And they'll show you up above by the projector. And you can only see it with a flashlight is one of the old Eeyore signs, which is like a nod back to what used to be there before the attraction was built. It is especially for those that remember when Disneyland was, you know, before there was DCA and they had a parking strike parking lot not structure that was just mm -hmm. flat pavement and you'd hop on a tram and it would take you up to the gates and yeah. you parked in eeyore or whatever section of the parking lot anyway it's really really fun for those that remember yeah really fun definitely worth asking if the cast member has a flashlight because you really can't see it no without mm -hmm. now indiana jones has so many details on the attraction and all kinds of hidden gems i also have a podcast episode about that so I'm going to put a link to that one in the show notes. Listen to that one. It's it's good. It's actually two parts because there's so many oh. things and history and all kinds of fun information. So I'll put a link cool. to that in the show notes. Now, next Indiana Jones is the brand new Adventureland Treehouse. Yes, it's so fun. I'm so glad that it reopened. Well, first of all, I love personally love the retheming because I grew up when it was the Swiss Family Robinson Treehouse. Mm -hmm. And I grew up loving that movie as a child. So for them to redo it and turn it back to its original um, kind of theming, to me, it was, it was very exciting because I love that that movie and I just love that theming. Um, the Treehouse has nods back to its previous theme, though, Tarzan. Mm -hmm. um, and there's two, actually. I figured out a second one. But as you get into the attraction and you're walking, you'll see an ostrich right there as you like walk into the line. And the ostrich's name has a, a a tag, and it says it's Jane. So that's a reference well, and that's to Tarzan. A nod back to Swiss Family Robinson. Yes, too. yes, because he wrote the ostrich. Yeah. And then up in the children's room, if you look at one of the books on their table, it's the Tarzan book, mm -hmm. like the book that you would read. Yeah. So. So this is different. It's not back to the original Swiss Family Robinson no. Treehouse, but the story behind it is there is a family who was really inspired by the Swiss Family Robinson book and by books like Tarzan and things like that, where people are living in the jungle. And so they take that inspiration and create a treehouse where they live. Mm -hmm. So that's the backstory. So you're not going to find like the original treehouse like it used to be when it was Swiss Family Robinson, but there's still lots of nods to that. And I think it's cute. I really liked it. I did wish there were more interactive things. There's really not any interactive no. things. Uh -uh. You just kind of walk by and look. It's a display. Yeah. 
So I wish because Tarzan Treehouse had a lot of interactive things. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, the views are spectacular though. When you get to the very top, make sure you look out at you can see Big Thunder Mountain, you can see Tom Sawyer's Island. Mm -hmm. Um, the views are amazing from yep. the top. And we haven't been up it at night yet, but we hear that it's pretty cool at night too. Mm -hmm. So we yep. gotta do that. And we will tell you there is a hidden Mickey. Well, we we saw two. One was on the trunk of a tree as you were heading up the stairs. And then the other one was in the was the it in daughter's the, room. The daughter's room, and it's on a map. That's a all we'll tell you. Yeah, a map of the world. So look for it when you're there. So cute. Okay. Then we're gonna swing around to the other side of Adventureland, and there's Bengal barbecue. Yes. So good. Mobile order. So mobile order. Yeah. Oh, angle barbecue. Don't wait in line. Yeah. They oh. have a really good slush there too that I love. The Jing Jungle, Jungle Julep. Yeah. What it's called. And, and their food. I love their plate that comes with the rice and the two skewers, two meat skewers, and then it comes with a coleslaw. And I don't like coleslaw very much, but this has like a citrus dressing on it and not really it's not like a mayonnaise based mm. coleslaw and it's really good yeah so i love that i don't like their breadsticks though i feel like they are really not i don't think i've ever good. had their breadsticks well, i would skip it okay Good, they're, good not, plan. they're not great also a great place to get <clears throat> cups of water like if you need to refill your water bottle or if you just need it's hot you want to just go up to the sand you just go up to them and say can i have some water and they'll give you some free water that is a nice option mm -hmm. there that quick service now they have a little area right next to it that's covered that you can there's tables that you can eat there but it is always very crowded yeah it is but if you can find a table <clears throat> great and in the corner, there's a pinball machine, an Indiana Jones pinball machine yes. that you could play. So if your kids need something to do. Mm -hmm. um, and then they also have the Trader Sam. What was that little, like we paid 50 cents and he gave us our. His name is Ned. Shrunken. Oh, yes. Ned. Which used to be on, or is he still on the, the no. Jungle Cruise? No, they took that out. When they, when they rethemed. Okay. Yeah. All right. So he's Shrunken Ned. He's a psychiatrist. You know what? Is he the same guy that's on Tarzan? You know, like the doctor guy? The oh, I don't know. Well, we haven't seen Tarzan for a long time. I don't know. I don't know either. I'm going to look it up. But inside there, there's a few things like interactive things you can like, you know, put put quarters in and get. You can also, there's a pressed penny machine next door um, in the Tropical Imports. Is that the name of the store there that sells yes. uh, merchandise, Indiana Jones stuff? and like safari stuff and it's a really cool store inside there they have a penny press machine and when you put your penny in to get pressed so you pay your dollar now um to get your pressed penny and i got one of indiana jones the elephant that is on um, perched up above like stamps at the same time as you are getting your pressed penny it's really kind of funny i didn't realize that it was like it did anything so i can't i can't find it we don't know who the shrunken net is Oh, okay. Sorry. He's just shrunken Ned. Yeah. Um, yeah, I love that press penny machine. And inside that, that's where you're gonna find a bunch of like merch and stuff. Mm -hmm. But in the back corner, yes. Then there's Aladdin's magical lamp. Yeah. And it costs 50 cents to make it worth work. I think this is worth your 50 cents. I'd maybe skip the 50 cents for Ned to give you a diagnosis, shrunken Ned, but yeah. the lamp is fun. So you put 50 cents in and then you rub it. it tells you to rub it. And then it tells you your future. So it said that, what did it say? We were going to be rich and famous. 
and move to mm-hmm. a tropical island and that please take him with us take yeah. the lamp yeah make sure. and then at the end this puff of smoke comes out of the lamp it's fun yeah i think that's well worth your 50 cents cute store it is tucked away in the back of the store so you got to go into the store and then find it in the back mm-hmm. very cute and in front of the bazaar where aladdin's lamp is and the merch and stuff there's little snack section where they sell like pickles and chips and drinks and they have apples with caramel dip i know that's Mm. yummy yummy option yeah and they have like veggies and dip Mm -hmm. so lots of good little snacky things if you are looking for some somewhere else to just get something to grab and go yep now it's all of adventureland there is a bathroom right there too and oh one thing we should tell them about the bathroom you go into the bathroom and everybody just lines up against the wall right when you walk in but there are bunches of other stalls to the left yes so, so women don't just go, just to, go to the right go always go to the left yes. in the bathroom i mean there was a line of probably 15 people know, when we were there that. and we walked to the left and there's probably 30 empty stalls yeah, so. yeah. good good tip pro tip pro, pro bathroom tip. tip don't wait um adventureland is a small land and it gets crowded during the afternoon so my favorite time is to get it done during rope drop i love to rope drop jungle cruise because a lot of people go to indiana jones so if i can rope drop jungle cruise and then by the time i'm off of that and hit indiana jones all the first rope drop people are through Mm -hmm. and then i don't have to wait as long and then you hit it and you're on your way and then you've done most of adventureland you don't have to go back when it's super crowded and crazy true yes and in the afternoons it gets hot sometimes depending on time of year but yeah, yeah hot and crowded and then there's st- the stroller parking over there's they have kind of fixed it but anyway with strollers and everything else over there it gets crowded so avoid it in the afternoon if you can yep all right any other adventureland tips i don't think they'll ha- have a great adventure in adventureland yep don't skip it no it's fun it's definitely worth it all right thanks so much Chantel. it was yeah, fun it was fun deep diving into adventureland next yeah. uh maybe we need to do Frontierland next yeah who knows okay we'll see all right yeah. Thank you so much to Chantel for joining me. She's always so fun to be with. We had a really good time exploring Adventureland. And I don't know what land we'll do next. We've already done Fantasyland. I will put a link to that episode in the show notes if you want to check that out. We actually spent an entire day in Fantasyland. Like the entire day. Um, Which I didn't know was possible, but there's a lot to do there. So I'll put a link to that episode in the show notes so you can check that out. And I think that's about it. I'm going to go take some more vitamin C, see if I can work in a nap because I have got to get better. I'm going to take a next week off for Thanksgiving, but I will be back in two weeks with something new. Thanks so much for listening. We'll talk soon.